forge has gone quiet, the bellows blow no more. The forge has gone quiet, the smiths have gone home. Only fading embers remain, and my hearth grows cold. One kiss from you to rekindle it all. Welcome, welcome back to Queen of Embers. Um, I'm your game master, Daniel Five. Ooh, Excuse we me. are, yeah, <laughs> we are on game session sixty-eight, um, and we're down a player. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, Adam Rose, who plays Terwin Forrester, um, is is stuck in an IT thing. Um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> that are those are chairs in the floor, by the way. Yeah, not, um, yeah that was, sure it is. Not so tooting. Not tooting. Um, so. We, we are back. And when we last left off in the game, maybe we can do kind of a, a, a quick rewind to talk about what led to where you're at now. And just for so just so we can up. all, our viewers can kind of see it, we ended on a pretty really pretty bad situation uh, in the middle, in the midst of a fight um, that, that, that was tough. It was a pitched battle. Um, but I think it would be helpful just to kind of rewind for a moment and talk about um, last game session. What brought you here? Like, let's talk about what happened. So, who wants to who wants to take down? Who wants to own that? Who wants? I can to take, sorry. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, are we talking about what brought us in general to the mine? No, no, no. Last game session. Okay, like what happened? So, last game session we had uh, begun in the the altar. Um, the Nine Father, and it was uh, uh, oh, I'm terrible with names. Bruno Layman, uh, drunk and just continuously drinking, uh, going on about how the, the Thirteen betrayed him. He's sold, been sold out. The Thirteen, the, the Thirteen, the hands. Got it. I don't know where I'm going. So, yeah. <laughs> the drink between them. Okay. Um, so the hand had betrayed him. What's in your uh, Yes, under. Mystery. Um, <laughs> Yay. The uh, the hand had betrayed him, sold him out, and he was going down one way or the other, uh, how he had no options left except for the control of his own life. And so he was uh, choosing to go out in his own fashion. Uh, and we assumed he meant drink himself to death. So Harper sits down like a, like a true gentleman friend, a pacifist, um, and was like, I'll share a drink with you. No man should drink alone. And then the guy is like, oh, you just took a drink? Well, it's poison. It's all poison. And Harper was like, well, this was a mistake. And so <laughs> we had a bit of a, a bit of a talk about that, about how uh, that there was a, a, an imposter amongst them and um, basically a, a pretender who could assume the guise of any man. Um, Anyone know who that person is? Abel. Yep. Abel. Abel Mason. But we don't know if he's a. Um, what are the creatures in the basement? Siobhan. Siobhan. We don't know what he is. He doesn't know if he's a Siobhan. Yeah, we, we just know he's not a man, like, of ordinary means that we come to understand. So be- before, um, before you had started, mm-hmm. um, Jason, they had actually heard about Abel Mason back in Act 
two? Yeah, like Act Two. What ha- what do you recall what happened? The Lavinci Chapter House. Um, I ran into somebody from the Thirteen who recognized us. And it, one of the caretakers or whatever at the Lavinci House when it had been shut down, and he stated that Abel was running around controlling things at the Lavinci House, and he he was the guy to talk to if you wanted anything done, but to be scared of him because he didn't know like where Abel lies, his loyalty, and all of those things. And then we went on to find out that Professor um, Hofsdorf, yeah, Felix Hofsdorf, he uh, he also said that Abel was controlling him and inside of his mind. And um, before he jumped out the window. <laughs> Uh, he didn't jump out of the window. He jumped over a ledge. Okay, well, before... He, the ba- he jumped over the banister. Okay. Yeah, he jumped over the banister. <laughs> <laughs> and over ban- banister. Uh, a little bit. Well, okay, before his abrupt landing, um, <laughs> Opstorf stated banister. that Abel was controlling everything, but we didn't know who it was, could banister, not find banister, him. Banister. But he kept saying that he took on other faces, which is also what Bruno said. That's right. We looked for this Abel guy... We couldn't right. find him. We could never find him. Right. We actually did look for him in Act 2. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because he was, oh, was secretly huge. the well, he majordomo of his uh, pretending to be, from what I, I understand. From what we think. What you think is that he was actually in the guise of the majordomo of Bruno Lehman. And yes. So we find Bruno. Or maybe he's you. Poison himself to death. That's secretly. That's the. Well, that's why none of you have seen my flashcards, Stan Hansen. Exactly. <laughs> I'm secretly if this able. guy could have taken on the skin of anyone, why would he have chosen a different skin than what Kenison Algiers actually looked like? Yeah, well, that's also true. That's a good point. Well, Some poking holes in our logic over there. I don't know whose logic that was, but I didn't like it though. So, so, so you learn this from, you learn this from Bruno, and you learn about the, the guiding hand, and that clearly they have turned against Bruno, and he thought that you were their assassins, <clears throat> and he lies Dying on the floor, choking on his own vomit as he's been po- he poisoned himself, and what happens from there? Uh, we, someone, someone had a the pacifist over there injects him with a little bit of anti. Yeah, I get a little antivenom from uh, Bannister helped out, uh, and then Warren looks him over. He's like, "Hey, he's got some sort of tumor on this. Something's not wrong. a tumor. Something's going wrong. It's something weird. It's not a tumor. <laughs> you even took your time. It's, it's irregular." An irregularity, that's right. Yes, an irregularity. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. But we decide we're going to take him and the Major Domo back after hearing the confession from him and Major Domo being able to confirm all that information for us. We're going to take them both back, uh, and then the Major Domo can give up the information, and we can have ourselves a trial. So we work our way back along the tracks under this heavy presence, it felt like, and we get to the tracks. And lo and behold, the giant rope that's like titanic anchor-sized chain, big around, uh, has been cut. And the lift is down permanently. And the guy we came down here is now a little bit thinner. Yeah. yeah. Not, a couple not, pounds. not just cut, but cleanly s- severed. Smoldering. It's right. smoldering. Like a laser. Actually. Including the bell rope, so we can't even alert anybody that we're stuck down here. So we decide to take a bit of a risk, and we decide we're going to go down to where we hear the Siobhan are, because if this has been cut by their nefarious plot of Siobhan-ness... And we have nowhere else to go. We have nowhere else to go. There was also a lovely breadcrumb trail of servants on the way to said elevator. Dead servants. Yeah. Uh, But also, what's his name? The Major Domo, didn't he say... the he thought 
the Sea Auburns had a way out from... Uh, actually, I think that was our party coming to the conclusion of why would they trap themselves down here? They must have another way out. Maybe that was us. That was, that so was what, else did you, us. what else did you discover about the servants who were in the track, who were lying in the caverns? Uh, weren't they, like, ritualistically killed? Was that it? Or you mean that they were, like, robbing and looting the place? Well, they've been robbing and looting the place, sure, but there were no visible wounds upon them. They were lying in pools that. of blood. They were... They, they were just caught dead. They were just dead. Right. Oh, like, snap necks or anything like they that? They were just dead. Just dead. Nobody stopped to take the time to really look. Oh. In fact, I think everyone felt a little bit... I think, I don't know what drove that decision from there, but I think Tara would say we need to press on. But there uh, were no visible yeah. wounds at all yeah. on these people. Well, I was suffering from fear. I know I wanted to leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? So what, so what happens from there? Not once but twice last time. So we head our way down into the mines, taking the right-hand path this time. Um, proceed down a, a big flight of stairs, like worn-in stairs from mining, uh, to start discovering some rooms down in the darkness. And one of the first areas we find has a, a, a ton of gunpowder in it. Um, the the other path off the other side is caved in. Uh, we're moving into the darkness where we have a, a, a split off to go either way. Um, and we were like, well, let's go down the areas of the tracks because that must mean we go deeper. And Banneker was like, well, we don't want to leave our back exposed, so let's check out this other path. So I believe it was Warren, Banneker, and Eugene, I think is who the team was, to say, we'll, we'll check this out while the others watch the main path. And uh, we step in there to find there's dead children uh, all over the room, just, just wasted away dead. What did you learn about children who were down here? They were being used as in experiments. Well, to fix the machines too, or to work on the machines, or something to do with everything. The river vipers were kidnapping them to be used down in the mines. Yeah, so this goes back to Act One. Yeah. But we find these these dead children uh, right as the other team starts to see stuff on the other tracks, and then out of the wall and like a secret entrance comes out two big old siobrin, ten foot tall, gangly as you please. And it was a firefight. It was a firefight indeed. And I think what we need to do before we jump back into combat, we need to first give me my uh, revised core rule book right there, please. <coughs> I apologize, I have a slight cough. I've got something going on. There's also the Baroness of Shrine we found when we were entering down. Oh, yes. What, what was the shrine about? That's right. Yeah. Uh, you see? The, it looked like the city was in flames, right? Yeah, there was three pillars oh, of light, yeah. and the city was on fire from the candles that were in there, but there was a statue to the Baroness in the middle of the shrine that was three foot tall. That's right. So, what? where are we... They said the name of the game. It's right. The name of the Avengers. <laughs> um, and then the name was actually said? Yeah, yes, Adam. <laughs> the Queen of Embers. Do the impression. The Queen of Embers. Why does, why where does are the drugs? Like where are the kids? Where are the kids? I got one eye. Fear me. I assume a Cockney uh, accent, but all right, let's go with it. Oh, oh, who'd you kill your bush wife? It's getting worse. It's just evolving. It's, it's, so it's getting close. better. Yeah. It's getting better. It's getting better. <laughs> Guys, Mike's not here, but at least we got Anna. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, you, got, you got to do this the whole time. That's right. What? We're the drugs. Um, that's right. So, uh, we are going to start. We're going to resume combat. 
Um, we kept uh, the same. Every time we rolled their initiative, we had one left actually in the roll, which is Harper. But I think we left off in a very <laughs> perilous moment because um, Warren, uh, she had channeled power. Um, and before we jump, <laughs> and before we jump into the, the greater manifestation that happens, I want to I want to clarify a quick ruling about channel power. So, um, channel power for magic, uh, typically you choose to do it after the game master is called the difficulty rating, because mm -hmm. you can then adjust the difficulty rating up. Mm -hmm. You can adjust it by one, two, or three steps. So if I tell you, hey, your chance to use magic is arduous, you can say. I'm gonna channel for three steps, so it goes from arduous to hard, then hard to challenging, and challenging to standard. So that's a standard test. However, for every step you channel up, it costs you a chaos die. So when you roll your chance to succeed your incantation test, you roll a certain number of d6 along with that. You resolve the attack, then you resolve the manifestation of any of the lands of a phase six. Now, for specifically for Warren's character, in advanced tier, your profession is called. A Sanguine Legionnaire. A Sanguine Legionnaire. And a Sanguine Legionnaire can channel power with their attacks, with, with melee weapons. And it costs one, two, or three action points, um, or sorry, one, two, or three um, to uh, uh, Chaos Dice. And oh, remember, one thing I do want to clarify is that when you choose to channel power, it is one action point. Mm -hmm. So if you choose to channel power, uh, let's say you move, like you do like a stand, like a, I'm going to hustle forward and make a melee attack. Mm -hmm. That last AP has to be used to channel power for your channel. Right. So that's the rules, quick rules clarification. But I I think it's time for us to resolve actually what that cast manifestation is. Oh god, that doesn't sound good. Did you get to... So, in, <laughs> I above boards, yeah. does he get to, to chaos manifestation? Station, then strike, or did you strike last time? I struck last time. Okay, right. then I'll be yeah, quiet. Then I'll be Then I'll be completely so quiet. Let's, yeah. So let's figure out what happened. So here, so I will narrate. So it's dark. It's very, very dark in these tunnels. Save for the glowering of a lantern, which you all can see if we go to the battle board just for a mere moment. You can actually see it. I've actually got a figure for a lamp right here that Elisa had dropped between these two stone pillars uh, right here. In between the pillars. So the light that's kind of coming toward where, where she or Warren is right here, it's dim. And she's standing beside the foot of a set of stairs. And at the, the feet of those stairs is a, is a single barrel of gunpowder right here. And at the top of the stair is this long, gangly limbed person who looks like they're, it, it, it looks like they're, they were stretched out like in a carnival mirror. And they're wearing these frightening looking ivory and brass masks. The face of this one looks like it has its tongue in place of its, uh, its what are those little bumps on your tongue called again? Your taste buds? It's a taste buds. The tongue is covered in eyes, like a large, wide open mouth um, on this mask. And it's very, very frightening. So, what happens is uh, she, Warren, uh, takes a bit of, of sacred oil, um, which happens to be a thumb drop of, of 
blood and some maybe semen or something else terrible and rubs it down the rope and then whips it around and snaps toward the Siobran as she channels power. And it manifests into a greater manifestation. So if you would, Warren, please roll those percentiles. Let's let's see what happens. Let's see what nice, nice goodies we get. And I rolled 14. 14, okay. That's a, That's a low one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is this... There is this sound. Almost like the sound of something cracking, crackling through the air. And you can see from where you're standing, um, Harper, there is this visible line between where the rock has shifted. Like a line of... of light that turns purple. It's almost like this very thin haze that kind of worms its way like this, kind of a curtain of light upward, kind of expanding out from below the ground. And it winds its way around the corner and then you hear this, you hear this sound come from Warren. As you have been struck, uh, your lineage has been concluded. What this means is the infection of cast currently renders you sterile. You gain the eunuch drawback. <laughs> okay. She does? Shh. Warren does. Okay. Warren, at this point, you are filled with intense pain. Um, as there's this, 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 it's like being kicked in the groin a thousand times over. You can't even begin to explain the pain. As you feel like your insides have been drawn out of your body and have been drawn elsewhere. Like you feel your that you're, you're the, the, whoever, whoever she prays homage to has, has, has ended your lineage, has ended your ability to carry on uh, your bloodline forever. And not just yours. Every male heir, or every, every, every person in your family you know this in your mind, and you're immediately racked with intense guilt, um, as you will you will suffer uh, to no great surprise. Um, Eleven, uh, sixteen, nineteen mental peril. Oof. As this as this happens, um, I'm gonna take this if that's okay where the fortune points are just so I can yeah. roll in it yeah I'm gonna roll it board yeah and then we can put this in something else if you yeah, want just to put them on the, the corner I think that's what you did last yeah time. I'll spin them around here on the game board so this this happens in in the in the flash of an instant and now moving back to the battle board <laughs> It is, it is indeed, to pick up after the end of combat, it is now Harper's turn. So Harper, if you recall, is uh -huh. down this hallway over here. Uh -huh. Harper is near a number of barrels of gunpowder uh, right here. And the lamp is still sitting on top of this, this barrel here, we'll say. So what, what would you like to do, Harper? You have three action points. So... I see this guy take the barrel and walk off, and Harper immediately goes, oh shit, to himself. Uh, 
And so what he's going to do is actually uh, hustle for 1 AP uh, towards it. Um, towards what, I'm sorry? Towards the barrel and the Siabrin. Oh, okay. So how far can you move with that? 10. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. You want to be in front of it right here? Yeah, I want to be right next to it. Okay. Okay. So uh, you're right here. Yeah. Okay. And then he, I believe he put it on the ground and put his foot on it or something like that, right? Yeah, his his the, the Siabrin interloper's foot was was kind of on the ground. In fact, if you recall too, as a reminder, the Siabrin were affected by um, were affected by an intimidate test, crit success one. In fact, uh -huh. so they still are suffering a, a slight penalty to everything they do. So yes, you're there. All right. So what Harper's going to do, because um, he knows the violence that this thing can bring, is he's going to actually try to grab the barrel. And um, if he, that's normally two AP, right, to interact. Yeah, that's right. And then he will take a fortune point, since that refreshed, and uh, hustle away with it. Oh, okay. Bravely. You see Harper, now the barrel is heavy, so let's go ahead and roll a, um, let's roll a challenging athletics test. Okay. This test is not to fail, it's a fail forward, yeah. but if you crit fail, <laughs> You're gonna crit I got fail. these. Yeah, I got these. Right, you got oath, get Oathkeeper abilities, but. All right, challenging. Yeah, challenging. Makes it a 52. I succeed with a 32. Nice. So, um, what we will assume is that uh, you'll hustle away your standard uh -huh. your standard hustle rate, but as you do this, um, you put yourself in in harm's way right. as you hear the crack of a bullwhip. Like he knows it's coming. That's right. <laughs> the Siabrin snaps the bullwhip, um, and remember these bullwhips have these flechettes at the end, but and they were actually dealing damage last time. What, did I have him tangled or choked? From last? Uh, no, you did not. Okay. Did you miss toward succeeded with your hit? Did not anymore because you just got struck. Your lineage just ended. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so that's fine. I mean, I that, yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. No, yeah. So yeah. as as this happens, um, ah. he's going to attempt an attack, which is a a sixty five percent sorry seventy five percent chance. My apologies. And I rolled a ten percent. Nice. So as this happens, you will suffer um, damage, obviously. Uh, actually, uh, my apologies. Yeah, you suffer damage. Yep. Um, and it's going to be four plus five, so nine damage. Ugh, I am lightly wounded. Ooh. And as this happens, it's it is also entangling. All right. So the whip comes down and wraps around the bottom of your legs. He tries to pull you off your feet. So go ahead and roll a challenging coordination test. All right. I have a fifty percent. I rolled a fifty-two, so I fail. You want to try rolling up the fortune point? Uh, it's flipped to fail. So. Yeah. Nope. Nah, I'm just gonna okay. take it and just go. <laughs> so as as Harper drops to the ground, uh -huh. the barrel begins to roll because you grabbed it, turned uh -huh. around, and it just starts to to roll away. So you're on the ground, but the barrel is rolling away. But let's see how far it rolls away. Um, it's going to be really difficult for me to continue spinning this around, so I think I'm just going to roll on the glass. Uh, otherwise, I don't think our viewers one will be able to see the table, and I think it's a little confusing for everybody else, too. So if we're looking at the... You're thinking of a dice box like you used to have. So this is my dice box. What we're using for fortune. So if Harper is right here, 
and get snap off the feet, the barrel's going to roll a certain number of yards. And we're going to say it's going to roll... D6 chaos die? We'll say 2D10 plus 2. What? It's going to roll 2 Excuse me, I'm sorry. So it's going to roll 10 yards. So it'll go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And fortunately, it bumps up against one of the heavy wooden timbers. And these Jenga pieces, by the way, represent wooden timbers. If you're paying attention to my Twitter, I told you about a $10 hack to create pillars for your game. Nice. Um, buy a Jenga tower. It's the best thing you can do as a game master. And you can, block some, you can box monsters are three by three each. So you can actually make them into terrain too. But nonetheless, the barrel kind of strikes the pillar and comes to a dead stop. But the barrel doesn't explode. Well, actually, let's see if the barrel explodes open. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, K, roll a 1d6 chaos die. Oh, if it lands cool. on a phase six, the barrel opens up. On me. Woo. I believe in you. It's a six. Did you roll a six? It's a six. It's oh, a six. no. So the lid comes off, and there is... Oh, that's fun. <laughs> there is now gunpowder spillage. So what we're going to do is we're replace the barrel with this okay. little... Little pile of skulls. Oh, that's us now. That this is where the gunpowder is, is is at. It's on the ground all over in that general area. Fortunately, fortunately, it didn't stop short. And fortunately, it didn't open up where the lantern is. So that's that's good. That's it's in your favor. Right. Um so will that be the end of your turn? Yeah, yeah, that's totally the end okay. of your turn. Okay. So I'll take your I'll take your I'll take your results now. So, not surprising, Banneker's going to be at the top of um, initiative. I'll put them in order for you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Look at this. Thank you. You got one more result here? That's your opportunity. What do you have, What do you have, Harper? I have a 10. Nice. Okay. So, not surprising. Uh, once again, at the top of the round is Banneker, because he's a watchman. And if we remember, uh, Banneker is back here. And the barrel rolls past you and explodes open. Unfortunately, you have no light source in hand. You just have your, your bow here. Um, but you can see the action. You know the Siabra had kind of escaped further down the tunnel this way, toward the lift, or sorry, the, the lift that takes them down below into the lower mines. And as you're kind of looking down the way, you can see the Harper is brought off of his feet. You can see over where... Um, where my apologies, where Warren, where she is, and she's bowled over, holding on to her groin. And the Siabra is at the top of the stairs with the bullwhip and and is moderately wounded. The other two Siabran are seriously wounded, if you recall. So it is your turn. What will you do? Uh, <clears throat> these guys have jumped on... They're on the lift, or they're about to get on they're, the lift? They're, well, you saw them around the corner. Unfortunately, you don't have a clear view where you're at. Like, you can see Tim, but the, where the figure is positioned, you can't see around the pillar. So if I just you saw wanna, one of them. They just ran. They did. That's all you know. They just ran. Okay. Uh, so, so what you know is not necessarily what your character would know in this yeah. case. That's the only challenge you run into with big battlefields like this. But you have to consider hard corners and things like that. So you don't have a direct view to them unless you decide to hustle forward a few yards and pause. Because you can still hustle forward and potentially get a shot off on them if you were to fire between the pillars, as an example. Like if we were to like if you were to go do 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 right here from from one AP, you can see all the way down and take a shot. 
Okay, well, I'll do that. Okay, so uh, you kind of go one, two, and the good thing is, is that um, let's see how far the lantern light goes to make sure it actually extends that far. If I'm not mistaken, I actually have some printouts for this for another thing. Um, do we know what the distance is on a, on a lantern? I thought it was 15. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen. I tell yep. you, it is a. I don't have it on this. Huh. It is fifteen. Okay, so fifteen yards. So let's they see. are fifteen. Oh, perfect. So they're right on the edge of perfect light. Uh, so what is the distance on your weapon? Sixteen is short. Nice. Okay. So which one do you want to fire at? The one on the left or the one on the right? I don't have warfare, so I'm just going to shoot. Okay. So, all right. Cool. Okay. So the all right. Uh, your chances are going to be standard. So okay. you. Yeah. You pull your arrow. You move, unless you want to take aim beforehand. Um, I am gonna take aim. Okay, they're not really far away at this point. They are not attacking me. Okay, so, so it's gonna be routine then. Routine, simple range. That would be seventy-five percent, and an eighteen is a success. Roll one d six. One through three, you hit the one on the left. Four to six, you hit the one on the right. Four. Okay. So that 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 Siobhan has no benefit of cover yeah. because there are crates down there. So go ahead and roll your damage. My big money. They have no action points. I'm not going to have no action points. Ten points. Ten points. Oof. All right. That's a that's a lightly seriously. That's a grievously wounded. Get that injury. <coughs> Siobhan. Play <coughs> moderately seriously. Grievously wounded. Uh, go ahead and roll 3d6 chaos dice. Nope. No face six? Uh, okay. I've been rolling. All right. Really? The Siobhan bowls over uh, at this point, clearly hurt over here, but marked with the red ring. So for our purposes and our viewers' purposes over there. So that brings us to Eugene Thornberry. Uh, I'm going to go after them. Okay. So Eugene, you're right here sitting yep. in front of this. I have movement of nine. So I'm just, I believe I cannot charge because of the train tracks. Uh, you can't charge or run over the tracks. That is correct. But I, I can, can move across. down. Yeah. So I, I think I have to double hustle. So two, two AP. One, two, three, the four, hustle. five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then hustle again. One, two, three, four, five in the middle of both of them like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So as you close the distance where you're at, you hear, you can see first off, you can see kind of like where they are standing. You can see this huge wooden contraption that's clearly a lift and it consists of the same heavy ropes as before. It's a much smaller lift, smaller mm -hmm. in size. <laughs> There's a bell ringer up here too. And as you look down, as the as the lift is just kind of goes cook clunk, it comes to the top. It's like ready for to be sat stand, stood on. You can hear this kind of clicking and whirring sound coming from below, and this strange red light, a strange red ambience, kind of rising almost between where the lift meets the rock on the ground. That's unnerving. The two siabran are kind of like framed in that, so it kind of has like the back of that cavern's kind of bathed in red light uh, as you prepare your attacks, what will you do? Uh, and then I'm just going to lunge in at one of them uh, to try and get him in the you have worker? I don't. Okay. So I'm going to do the same thing. Okay, so go ahead and make a standard a standard attack. And this will be to determine at random which one I hit. Yeah. G6. Uh, standard? 4 through 6 on the right. Okay. 
Uh, you said standard test? Yep. I do not make it with a 70. Oh. Okay. Your rapier bites into the wood. I think I'll reroll. Okay. Yeah. So I'll take that and I'll get, I'll get a misfortune point. Uh, 89 even worse. Okay. Uh, so oh well, I missed. You stab once again, and unfortunately, the, the blow does not does not connect. That brings us to Elisa Mary. Talon, they're getting away! I'm on it, he says. I followed and I can't get up. I think he's still on his... I got one eye! I got my eye on it! I got one eye! <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to do, Elisa? Okay, Elisa is going to uh, pull her bow at the beginning of her turn. Okay. For free. Yes. Alright, uh, then use one AP to load said bow, one AP to take aim, and last one to shoot down the hallway. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do you have warfare? I do not. Okay. Oh, no, I do. You do? I do. You want to choose the one on the left or the warfare. one? You choose the one on the left or the one on the right? Uh, I am going to choose the one on the left because he's not behind cover. Okay. Great. Uh, your test will be hard. Do not critically fail this test. Okay. Do it. I'm do not it. afraid. You critically failed, didn't you? No, I didn't. Uh, 21. It was on nice. Yeah. She, got stuck, uh, she got stuck in a crease. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't have a very as you, place to roll. you pull the arrow to fire, he will use a misfortune point to try dodging it. Nice. Yeah. So my chances are, are not so great. Um, they're they're only are they uh, still suffering from the critical success? Oh, of all of it. Oh yeah, it's already yeah. calculated yeah. in. Yeah. That's right. All the all the they're still suffering from all the impacts of those things. So their chance is only forty five. Forty. Sorry, forty. With the penalties, I rolled a sixty four. So the arrow bites in. Ooh, Roll damage. All right. Big money, big I rolled money. a d6 because I was like, use oh, your, I don't have Use your magic card. card. My ma- What magic she card? She used it all. Oh, oh, she used it all. Uh, I rolled two 77s in a row that's last right. game. Oh, that's yeah. right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that's three plus my agility. So uh, eight points of damage. Nice. Grievously wounded. Oh, no. I was doing the one. This one. The one without oh. cover. Oh, that's so right. Dead. Okay. Uh, that's right. So the arrow. So I'll tell you what happens. Roll percentiles. Roll percentiles. It goes through his eye. Through his eye. Uh, nine. Nice. Okay. Maybe his family lined in as well. So he's dead. <laughs> your arrow enters the bridge of the Siobhan's nose through, like directly through the the mask. It just goes chunk, and it buries itself into their skull. They fall backwards, dead long before they strike the ground. As he falls prostrate onto onto the left and is slain, is he ever is slain? <clears throat> so that brings us to Warren, whose lineage has been ended by the ill intentions of her magics. <laughs> Will Warren wrestle control from her? <laughs> no, he's not in a state that he can really do much at this point. Um, so she's still in control? Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, so she remember, she is back here. <coughs> Harper is in a very delicate position lying on the ground beside you. <coughs> and the Siavern is looming, looming over, over him and you on the stairs, but you can see that the wooden mask and it turns and looks down toward Warren with the strange tongue with the many eyes upon it carved into the, the mask made of ivory and brass. What are you going to do? Well, 
Sorry, uh, Mike. She doesn't really care much for Harper. Uh, that's oh. fine by me. <laughs> that's going to be six corruption as she yeah. leaves Harper to 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 be potentially killed and gives into her own wiles. So what yeah. will you do? Sorry, three corruption. My apologies. Not six. Three. Three. Um. So. She will. Nick care. <laughs> Nick's like, damn. Put what else I gotta do? More. She will go ahead and uh, uh, pull her, pull herself together, and again attack with the bull whip. Okay. Uh, your chances are challenging at the foot of the stairs. Okay. Um. Sanguine channel power. It. Do it. Yeah, I'll channel power. How many steps? Three. All of it, Frank. Oof. Oh my God. Okay, so remember, when you channel power, that's three corruption. Mm-hmm. You gain, There's that uh, if, Let's clarify here. Uh, so how many corruption do we gain when we channel power? According One, to two, power. or three. One, two, or three. Okay, so three corruption is how much you gain immediately by mm-hmm. channeling power. Right. And let's go ahead and roll your test. Let's make your test now not standard, not routine, but easy. Okay, so I am ignoring one skill rank. Okay. Uh, this is simple melee, so... Typically, that would be a 58. Easy will make that a 78. Nice. Okay. Uh, no sixes. Roll a 41, so that's a Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Or wait. You don't roll damage on this, do you? I think that you just determine entangling or... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's entangling. So you want a yeah, chokehold or takedown? Chokehold. Okay. Uh, and they flip fail on that, too. Uh-huh. And they're already suffering from very serious penalties. So, 25% chance of success. Flip <laughs> failed. 87. <clears throat> you grab the Siabrin immediately in a, in a chokehold. And um, they drop their own bullwhip. The interloper, the Siabrin interloper, drops, drops her bullwhip. Um, and you immediately do one to ten plus your brawn bonus and damage, if I'm not mistaken. That will be fifteen damage. Fifteen. Physical peril even. Peril, yeah, fifteen peril. As the bullwhip snaps around the Siabra's neck, remember this Siabrin is already suffering minus two skill ranks because they had been choked before, so she snaps around the Siobran's neck, and you can see the, the mask is like fastened into the flesh, and you pull it toward you, and it's unconscious right now. It's not moving. She's not moving. What will you do? Uh, I've got, what, one action left? That's right. Okay. Um, that's not enough to do to uh, Absolutely, it is. It is? Okay, well, yeah. that Explain what happens. You've got so so. Remember, we, you've got at this point. You've got the the bullwhip around her neck. You're face to face with the with the with the brass and ivory mask, mm-hmm. and you've pulled it almost face to face, nose to nose, close to you. What would what would happen? She will pull the Siobhan in closer and closer, and said, "Let's see what's beyond that mask," and just pulls okay. it ever tighter. Okay, as, as it starts to like break the skin around the around the, the veins in his neck. There's a snapping sound around the throat as the Siobhan's body falls slack. No longer moving. You peel the mask off. Mm-hmm. As you peel the mask away, there is this pit, this emptiness, this hole into another world. 
There is no face beyond the mask, but the well of souls. You can feel it calling to her. You can feel this darkness all encompassing. You can feel this disembodied spirit that's somehow still alive on the edge of reality calling and it calls her name and her name is Lilith. <laughs> you must attempt a an arduous resolve test for her to keep control of the world. Okay. So she hears this whisper of this name. Somehow, Lilith, you may now fill in her name on your character sheet, takes control. Russell's control of Warren away from him and drops the Siobhan to the ground. And now we turn to the last Siobhan, the final one that is alive. <clears throat> from where you're at, from where, from where uh, Eugene is at, the Siobhan immediately takes its whip and snaps it toward you. Dodge. I dodge. Dodge with my face. I dodge with my face. I block with my face. Um, it's a shield. Her chance to, his chance to strike is 55. Okay. I rolled a 60. Unfortunately, that one fails. And then she will try once more. Yeah. Remember, we're using our house rule Bring where, it. our house rule where um, we will determine where if you fail your first test, you could attack. You try it again. It's yeah. Internal sense, but it's more difficult the rating sense now. I said 50 last time. Mm-hmm. Not 40. <laughs> 92. Realizing this Yabrin has failed, she reaches over and pulls a lever, and then it begins to descend, giving you an opportunity attack as she descends down into the, the red embers down below. Uh, could I? Instead of an opportunity attack, leap aboard and go with. Absolutely you can, Eugene. I'm going I'm to take that moment to leap onto the lift. <clears throat> so uh, Eugene leaps onto the lift well done. and disappears <laughs> down below <laughs> into you appreciate the darkness. And you lose sight of Eugene. All falls silent in the halls. The small, tiny bodies of the children are in the other chambers. You're catching your breath, trying to breathe, trying to make sense of what happened. Um, New guy! (laughs) (laughs) Eugene Thornberry disappears down into the tunnels below. What the fuck? You hear hear Terowin say. Elisa grabs up the lantern. (laughs) Elisa grabs up her lantern and gets far, far away from the (laughs) gunpowder. Throws it into the gun. Damn it, Eugene. You can hear the lift descend until it stops somewhere down below. Yeah. Harper would get up and like join the rest of them. What, what the hell's going on here? Eugene just went down with one of them. We've got to go. Well, it was nice knowing him. What? I'll pray for him. I'm kidding. I don't know what the hell to do. 
We know how this thing works. Uh, we ring the bell and but they send it up. <laughs> well, there, there was a lever. Maybe, maybe if you move the lever a different way, it comes back up. I, I... Will you? Will you go over to the left? Yeah, at least it does. Uh, I'll see you in my ward, as I'll have to go back and. I'll head. Boop, boop. I'll head towards the lift, but I'm going to pick up one of those fancy new bullwhips they have. Okay. The bullwhip appears to be nothing more than a standard bullwhip with flechettes on it. Will offer you no additional benefit, save for the fact that it is castle forged. Their ability to do damage with the whip is not due to the whip itself, but these whips are castle forged, and they seem to be wrought of what looks like. It looks like hair has been woven together and within that hair there are these kind of bits of metal that are intertwined with it they look almost ritualistic it looks almost like a like a like a barbed whip you can imagine like a like a demon or something like that but it's made from the hair of of people and it's woven together with little flechettes of metal until you reach the tip where there's this kind of small there's a small iron ball with spikes tiny little knobs on it now i've got two siapa weapons <laughs> uh, so mark down a Siobhan bullwhip on your character sheet, um, and its traits, it, its qualities are the same, save for the fact that it is castle forged. Above board, if the if I walk the lamp by, by the gunpowder, it's not gonna blow up, right? No. All right. Not cute, so. Just don't drop the lamp. <laughs> don't light a torch. Oh, I'm not gonna light a torch. <laughs> Uh, I don't think anyone had a torch, in fact. Uh, I, have torches, were, they, I have them in my pack. That's right. That's right. Yeah, same. So same, you, because you, you warned us. Right. So yeah. you, you hustle toward the left, and, and you could hear these kind of this, this almost like <clears throat> almost like the cavern is like digesting something below. It's kind of a rhythmic sort of sound. The, the earth seems to almost kind of rumble with this constant slow low vibration that you felt when you're nearing professor hofstorff's quarters uh, you're getting the same sense of like confusion like that the, the the air is a little strange the, the the shadows aren't quite right the ground seems to be kind of rumbling not moving but nothing's really there's no you can't visibly see it rumbling just feels like the whole place is like almost like it's slowly breathing. You look down toward the foot of down below, and you can see there's this kind of like hellish red and orange light coming from a tunnel deeper within, but you cannot see Eugene, and you cannot see the sea opera. How far down is it? 30 feet. It's a drop. At least it tries to. It's 1d10 plus... Um, a ton of damage. <laughs> Elisa I mean, tries to mess with the lever and see if, okay. like, pushing it up potentially, like, starts anything or seems to engage anything. The whole thing begins to kind of lift. Clunk! And it comes into place. No Eugene, no Siabra. No. We have to go down. Yeah, leaving ourselves exposed behind should be even attempt to see where that other path goes? Uh, you're, you're right. Eugene is already... He is in the lower night, name? isn't he? I mean, you got kind of a point there. I mean, but it looked more like a secret door, so maybe it's not a... Maybe it's not a way that uh, they normally travel. 
uh, maybe we're keeping ourselves this way, but to be honest, he has thrown himself in harm's way multiple times now to try to save us. Alora and I do not. I don't give a fuck at this point. Oh, that was just a joke anyway, but yes, let's go after the madman who would jump on a lift by himself with the sea So, you leap onto the lift, but we're going to rewind just a few moments before, as on the lift, there is a pitched battle. As you leap onto, get him! You leap onto it, and as you hop onto it, let's see if you hold your weapon as it descends as you jump onto it. So you need to roll, you need to roll uh-huh. a hard coordination test oh, to avoid taking falling turn. damage. Baby, uh, I'm bad at these. Oh, I'm real bad at these. Uh, no, 22. Nice! Critical fail. Whoa! Gene is, if you remember right, has garbage stats. I already spent all the time. You use all your own. Garbage stat lines. And hard is a negative 20, which puts me in a 19 success. Oh, Oh, man. You might be. So as Eugene, as Eugene drops down onto the platform, There's nothing else to roll at this point. Eugene, you feel this, you feel these arms wrap around you almost twice. And you can smell this strange musk coming off of this Siobran, like the smell of like a spent match and rotten eggs and the smell of flesh. Like hot dog smell. What it smells like white people. Um, uh, white dog. Uh, and you're being drugged at this point. Weapon left in your wake because you fell. Drug through this cavern. And as you're, you kind of look around, like trying to gain sense of what's going on, you can see these, these fashioned stone pillars that are not just timber, but they kind of are made of stone. They kind of wind their way up as they're supporting like this arched cavern. And it's like there's cavern walls and like there's vaulted ceilings of stone and rock. And you can see that there are tracks. You can see your boots kind of dump, 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 kind of against every single trestle you're being drugged against. But you basically, you've been you've been overpowered by the Seabrin. And the Seabrin's dragging you forward and pulls you through like this pool of water and then over these rocks and then drops you prostrate in the middle of this chamber. And as you're dropped in the middle of the chamber, this boot is pressed to your chest. And as you're kind of looking around, you hear this ticking and whirring coming from behind you. And your eyes kind of looking backwards, you crane your head backwards, you can see what looks like a massive pipe organ uh, made of brass with these huge fluted pipes that kind of extend out like an octopus, like in these perfect like 90 degree angles. And they seem to emanate from this very strange, the best way to describe it's like this, it's this indescribable piece of machinery made of wood and brass handles. And there's this like strange scrolling paper that's ticking with these little cutouts in it. And he goes, yeah, it's like almost like a ticker tape, but it's like these broad sheets. It's like spinning out these kind of like almost binary codes, like punched into it. 
uh, that's kind of spinning out and you can see this other person walking and as this other person is walking your eyes widen as you see with every step that they take their boots are smoldering and it smells absolutely horrendous the smell you can't you've never even smelled before it's like some terrible smell from not of this world and this person who's bearing a mask and holding this crooked old wooden cane that seems to be made of petrified rock kind of taps on the machine and then says something in a tongue that is so vile it's an affront to your ears it's a tongue you cannot even begin to understand or, or, or under and, and, and really intuit at this point um and then you hear this sound coming from above we now turn back to everybody else as you descend down into this cavern and we're going to take a quick break for a moment so we can lay out the battlefield
we're we're back for Queen of Embers, and the we recall where we left off. The um, the platform is descending down into the depths of the low, the lower mines, and it's here as the platform drops to the ground that you can see all of these fuses um, running along the wall, little metal kind of clamps holding them in place, and there's. There's gunpowder everywhere, and the fuses actually wind their way up the tunnel above. And you didn't see it because the light was so dim. But now you realize you weren't stepping over ropes, you were stepping over fuses up above. The fuses for all the gunpowder throughout the entire thing appears to be rigged. And and as you come to the, the bottom of 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 this of, of where the, the, the lift stops, um you see this long cavernous hallway with these huge vaulted ceilings in fashion stone pillars. And these pillars are are burning with this strange kind of ember between the 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 mortar. Like the, the the lights coming from between the mortar. It's like like it's lights trying to reach out from somewhere. Uh, and it kind of casts this kind of hellish orange and red light everywhere, and and you get this really bad sinking feeling, Harbor, um, as you step down here. This place appears to be an affront to everything uh, that is right in the world. I got a bad feeling about this. Do they see my gear? And know that I am lost. As you as you look around on the floor, and you find that your lantern is sputtering. Like it's sputtering and it's it's vying against this encroaching darkness. Like it's not penetrating this this veil that seems to kind of linger in the air. It's the best way to describe it. It almost feels like the air has a weight to it. And you can see lying at the foot of where the where the the, the lift ends is is his sword. His rapiers lying on the ground. I would also just for clarification for my survival, uh, my lantern shield as well. I'm assuming. That's right. In his lantern shield, the lantern is extinguished. Fortunate, given that there's a there's a barrel of gunpowder nearby and a fuse right where the lantern where the lantern shield dropped. Like the the the, the light's not going any further than Louis would. The light it goes five yards. Sorry, six yards. So be sure to mark that your lantern has a range of six yards. This will be very important. Anybody else have any other light? Uh, we had the two lights. That's where we only had. Who has the other light? It was uh, the shield. <laughs> the shield was the Ooh. other light. So the, there's not much light down here now. Uh, well, I have. I can light a lantern, but I don't know how close I am to fuses and barrels and. The whole place looks like it's rigged to blow. Is there... uh, oh. And even the light that she's holding does not appear to be enough. Like, it, it's 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 literally fighting against the darkness. Oh, light! It's the strangest thing. That's well. Elisa's gonna pick up his shield. Okay. <clears throat> Is there any? I, uh, I want to examine. I this. don't have a scabbard or anything. Throw it back. So, oh, Eugene's not here, so Eugene cannot participate. 
I want to take a look at the the wiring um, and see if I can make any heads or tails of it. If I have any ideas on how to disable it, anything like that. Well, it's not just one fuse; it's a multitude of fuses. It looks like that what they had done is this cavern was probably rigged to be cold, to be opened up at some point, and it emerged into some other place. Like it's clear that this this has been. All these fuses are running along the walls, the ceiling, everywhere. They're everywhere. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, you wouldn't even know where to begin to disable this unless you rolled a secret skullduggery test. I mean, I don't, I mean, why not? It's secret, but it's secret. Uh, Could I, I have a feeling, while I'm looking around? Mm -hmm. I have a feeling this is going to be a bit too confusing. All right. Secret, scrutinize. Or skull Duggery, sorry. Skull Alright, so normally I have a 40, so that's a joke. I'm just trying to get a fuck. I rolled a 90. Oof. Con so the two of them were that's kind of looking. The two of, them were, the two of them were looking at the the fuses, trying to make sense of what's going on. And they, what were you going to do? Uh, my, <coughs> my apologies, Spanaker. I was going to ask. <coughs> I was going to ask her, do you have any idea what this is? Should we, should we cut these things or not? Because she's the only one that I would think might have an idea from her background. I got nothing. That was my plan. Because I, she looks at oh, so many of them. I, I mean, if you were to cut one, it seems like there'd be five to replace it. Even if you cut five, there's ten to replace those. I, I don't... I don't know them. That was just a quick question. One word comes to all this mind. Hydra. This thing reminds you of a Hydra. So many ropes and cables, you can't even distinguish between fuse and rope. Can someone pick up his weapon? I can't hold that and the lantern. Sure, I'll put my bow on my shoulder, pull my sword, and pick up his, his uh, rapier. As you were lying on the ground in front of this strange machine, the figure with the smoldering boots leans over and raises a single finger with a thimble upon it and goes, And as, as he says this, this kind of wind seems to pass beneath the mask and it kind of goes into your throat, but you cannot resist being hushed. You will be hushed for uh, a number of minutes. Somewhere, somewhere in the caverns above, you hear the mewing of a child. And that, that the mewing stops from above. Yeah. So, like, what? What's else? What else is in the room that we can see? Well, there's this this long tunnel, and you could hear this sound. And it reminds you of the sound that you heard in just the difference engine. It has to be the difference engine. All right. Huh. We'll head that direction. Yeah. As you begin kind of moving that way, this whole place opens up to this series of chambers. And it looks like the manufactory, uh, the, manu uh, the manufactory of like some insane engineer. A large furnace is breathing green fire to a distant wall. 
Large wooden tables are covered in line with strange apparatuses of medical construct and strange mechanical constructions. The difference engine is against the wall, facing you between these two huge stone pillars, ticking and worrying and spitting out this long ream of papaya of paper on the ground that's spilling forth into this box. And immediately, Elisa, you see down a nearby tunnel, there's a table with this huge, what Lois looks like the same model of Durendal you saw before. You can see there's a single lamp sitting beside it. It's the only reason you know it's there because your lantern light won't penetrate the darkness as far away as it is. But you can see a lantern glowering beside it, sputtering as if it's fighting against the light as well. This is all very strange. Lived everything from the Lavinci house, so all the research, all the Great. And she's going to look around to see if she can notice any drag marks or anything from maybe where they might have dragged Eugene across the floor. Uh, it's going to be a secret survival test. They're looking across the, the, the earth where your footfalls have fallen and everything uh, else. 38 and I have a 42. You want to keep that? Yeah. Okay. You can't really make heads or tails, but then again, you weren't really looking for it when you first came down here. But what you do notice is something else is different about that model on that table. Something is very different. You can see these three green rods, but it's too far away to look unless you come closer. I don't, does anyone have any idea where he is? Idea where to look? I mean, we've got that map over there. We're just gonna have to press forward. Have both lights in the front so we see more. Will you move toward the inky black darkness to your right, or will you move toward the chamber that's covered in darkness with the lantern in the middle of the in the in the model of the city? Towards the inky darkness. It would be your answer. <laughs> Anyone have anything to weigh in? Me personally, I'd like to see what else is down here. We can't find Eugene right off the bat. We don't know which way to go. I know Tara would want us to find the children. They're back up. Sounds like one of them. Don't think we should split. Last time we split, it didn't work well. Oh no, that seems terrible, but uh, let's just move forward and try and find Eugene. To the left. I'll so into the darkness or toward the table is the question. It's all the same. Toward the table. Let's go toward the table. Sure, let's do that. You you move into this very large room, and you can see that there are book racks in here and stone standing stone pillars, and light is coming from between the mortar, casting a strange orange hellish glow. And across the table, you see what looks like a rough estimation of what Durendal would look like based on his districts, based on where you'd been before. Do you recognize landmarks? But <clears throat> toward the northmost part, in both the east and the west part, there are these three stone, sh there's three green stone shapes, like these kind of smooth idols. And atop each idol is a, is a tiny piece of glass affixed into it. Match the tower that I found back at the Lamenti House is one of my clues. 
you pull the tower out of your pocket because you took it. Yes, I did. And you remove the green piece with the piece of glass under the, the lens on top of it, and you place it inside and it fits perfectly. This must be situated where the where the uh, bell guard towers are. Not only that, <clears throat> your your eyes, Harper, turn toward these strange chalk lines actually on the table. And you can see they're arranged in a strange diagram with a large triangle in a circle, and then another circle around that, and these symbols kind of written within it. Yeah, I want to take my time and study that. See if what I can make of it. It's clearly some sort of rite. You don't know what it is, but you know that, the, that this based on the words that it seems to be in the, the tongue of ancient old. Um, it seems to be of a of a of a of a conjuring type, a conjuring tongue, hmm. if you will. Nothing that you would find in a Libram, but it is in the in the old tongue. Hmm. And you are still emergent in yeah. your in your understanding. But you have felt, you in some sense kind of felt the same touch perhaps that the paladin did in the latter part of his years. He had spent many years warring and fighting and at some point or another he had felt the calling. And this, this feels like something that's an affront against it. This does not feel as of the martyr. No. It is not the makings of any god you know. Elisa's going to pull back the tower that she has and then continue walking through looking for other signs of Eugene. As you begin walking through this this large cavern, you hear this sound behind you. And suddenly, at the far, far end, beyond the difference machine and the darkness, you hear this kind of blazing sound, and you can see these these five vents of green light burning inside of a huge chamber and standing in front of the chamber is this frighteningly tall, defiant person. And they're wearing this mask that looks like a massive open ball and they are holding in their hand a long ashen stick that looks like it's a petrified wood. And at the foot of this thing, along with a wounded Siobhan interloper, is Eugene. Yes. The, the, yeah, they, they see you without a doubt. They're at the far, far end of this chamber. At the farthest end. And the only reason you can't see the light is you can go that direction. It's just there's another moat of light out the darkness. So basically, we see them because of the green flame. That's right. Okay. That's right. 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 Okay. That's right. So when they see see us, what do they do? They are standing as if they're watching or observing, waiting to see what happens. The Siobhan who you had wounded, who is, I believe, I'm not mistaken, seriously wounded, is is nursing their wound, still holding their arm. And stay in, and is the one with the boot on top of Eugene. You see Eugene's mouth moving, but there's no sound. He's flailing wildly, but there's no words coming from his mouth. Elisa <clears throat> calls out, Do you speak the common tongue? 
you call out the words. And you can see that the person on the, the, the far end of the chamber takes a couple steps forward and you hear this tack, tack of the of the, the ashen rod against the stone and it kind of echoes like and there is this pinch of something that he drops in the air almost like in a ritualistic fashion and as this happens uh, you must immediately attempt a scrutinized test to resist this magic this test for you uh, will be standard. Okay, my scrutinize is a D62. A 44 will do it. Okay, 44 will do what? Succeed. You feel as if you're about to be Ready drawn to, to your knees by some gravitational force as if your legs were made of metal and you're going to be drawn down to your knees to subjugate yourself or to supplicate yourself before this siabrin. The best way to describe it is a demon smith. Because you can see a single kind of iron hammer in its waist and the strange machinery and engineering that's in here. But you are not persuaded as such. You fight. You can feel this magic and you fight against it. You critically succeed. Yeah. <clears throat> that matters. In fact, it oh. will magic because it yeah. will matter because what we're going to allow you to do <clears throat> in the future uh, for your for your success is will allow you to auto succeed to resist magic blunts. Oh. And I'll hand you this. Yeah, the jail free card. Right. <laughs> So you see this. You all see what's happening at this point. And Eugene is struggling and no words are coming out of his mouth at all. Elisa kind of <clears throat> shakes herself and she looks across. Oh, you thought I was that easy, did you? Do you speak my tongue? The demon smith begins to move forward. Slowly but surely, leaving Eugene and the other Siobhan in his wake. And as he walks, you can see this, like, smoke rising with every footfall. And you can see his hand has this strange burning ember kind of look like, like, like imagine, like, hardened magma. And, like, the light between the hardened magma is red and the magma is black. His hand is literally smoldering around the stick. Um, as he's moving very slowly through the inky black darkness toward you. He does not respond, but he assumes he. But the Siabran demon smith is, is coming toward you and closing the distance at a fairly fastidious pace. But calmly walking forward. What's what's on this, this, this table thing again? Is it? Okay. Turn the table over? Yeah, absolutely. Then I will turn the table okay. over. Vader <laughs> ah! goes over and grabs the table and flips it the whole the entirety of the of the diorama. <laughs> Falls over to the ground as you throw it, it just scatters everywhere. And, and the, the, the demon smith at this point kind of stops, dead in his tracks, 
and he grabs the staff by both hands, and as he lifts it up in the air with both, Cover. one of his hands is smoldering, and we will begin combat. So, Cover's like, I was reading that. <laughs> in, order, in order oh, for us to proceed that. forward, we are going to need to first reveal the battle map. Contained underneath, I will need Nick and Kay's help. Please lift gently up and over. And I will place the figures. And we will see what happens. So everybody grab. One, two, three, go. Okay, take your way. Boy, are you like? Oh, that goes away, right? Oh, is this still... Are your pluses still in effect? Huh? Is a new combat. So, this... Right here is where we're going to put Eugene on the ground between the pillars. We will put the wounded Siabrin, the interloper, by the pillar. We will put on the table across the way, which we need to move now. Let's save some initiative for the rest of us. Should be. I don't even know why it rolls. I tried your passive thing. It the table work. is right here. To each their own. I don't judge. We'll put your characters roughly here. Who will be behind the table? Just quick, quick. I just threw it over for cover for that exact reason. Okay. So we'll assume you're. Since you did it, we'll assume that you're the only one there right now. You're all kind of scattered. Who do you think was closest to the difference engine? I was trying to read this stuff uh, on the table, me. so I'd have been doing okay. closest to the difference engine? You aren't. You're way you were. <laughs> Where do you? So I might have been close to the difference engine if it's near the front. Yep, right there. And we're gonna actually open the difference engine up right here. It's an armoire of holding. We're using an armoire because it's the best figure placement. And then we need the demons. The demon smith. Here. Okay, so I want you to remember that the distance for your lantern is only six yards. At seven to 12 yards, it is fleeting shadows, and at 18 plus, pitch black darkness. Make sense? Makes sense. Yep. Okay, so. He holds the staff up in the air. We need to roll... I guess we're gonna roll initiative. So, let me get some initiative cards for them first off. They already have their initiative already rolled. Yep, yep. Oh, would you give me a paper towel real quick, please? Or something to wipe something off? Actually, I think we... Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I needed. Yeah, so... That... Apologies, I'm gonna take care of this real quick. Everybody have... Kind of their... Take, a, take assessment of where your current damage and peril conditions are at. Oh, yeah. This will be important, obviously. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. No, I hate the chair. The chair bends back so far. 
thought you liked sitting like that. No, I don't. Yeah. See, mine doesn't fit at all. No, mine, mine. What do you do to adjust it? Oh, there we go. I can sit. Oh, that thing. Okay. Go forward. Go back or forward before you go. I like it like this. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't like leaning that far. No. Okay. So I've got my initials. Everybody have their cards to me, please. In order. I think so. Okay. So new combat. So Baedeker. Not surprising. Just arranging initial cards real quick. Baedeker, Baedeker. Up on the game master screen. 20 plus every time now. Get out of here. I even rolled 10. I know. Well. Yeah. I did. Un- oh. Unsurprising. Is this is this Harper right here? Yeah, I have ten. Okay, cool. I'm at the end. I'm always at the end. Yeah. So, looking at initiative right now, um, we're going to have up first. It is going to be Banneker. All right, I'm going to use gain insight on this crazy flaming creature thing. Okay, so the first thing you have to know about the Siabra demon smith is that they are in fact a humanoid. Okay, well I have uh, warfare. I just remembered I took it last time. Yep, so in order to reveal a trait, you need to make a challenging warfare test. Challenging warfare. I don't have warfare. I did not take it last time. I can't remember what I took. Oh, uh, wait. Challenging warfare. Well, it's going to be a 93 foot fail, right? Because it's a specialized skill? Yeah. So you don't gain the insight right now, but you can't attempt again until you succeed. Remember? Yeah, that's pointless. So you, you look at this. This thing appears to be inscrutable from a distance from where you're at. Remember, you're back here behind the table. It's all the way down. And the light that... that, that um, Elisa Carey has one, two, three, four, five, six. You're at the very edge. There's darkness behind you. He's got a lantern too. Yeah, light too. And oh, nice. The table has light too. Yeah. So what will you do? Um, I only have one left. I thought that would be a smart thing to do here, but it's not a bad idea. Um, I am going to knock an arrow. Okay. So you um. <clears throat> Well, hold on. Let's be clear here. Um, you flip the table with both hands, so you probably need to arm your weapon. Okay. Although, although I think what we'll do is we're gonna rewind just for a moment. No, remember at the beginning of your turn, if you don't have a weapon out, you can draw one for free. So we'll just, we'll just assume you did. Okay. okay. So, so yeah, I'll draw for free can, and knock. Can. That's perfect. Perfect. So you can do that. So that resolves his Banneker shot first ability. Now Banneker steeples it as your normal turn. I will. You. Uh, I will. You just take him down, and I am going to take him down. Okay. Standing directly in front of you, in between you and them, is our friends and companions. So, what's the distance on your weapon, first off? 16. 16. Okay. So, it'll be in short distance, but it is going to be a hard test. You have a lot of things in front of you at this point, and the tunnels are low. One could say that in these tunnels, medium and long distance do not apply. 
because the tunnels are so low. Okay. Okay. Sniper rifle. Oh, that's right. Pew! So, um, go ahead and make your test. This is going to be hard from this distance. Okay. There's a 45. A 35 is a success. Okay. Boys. So it's going to attempt to resist, um, which is not it's not going to fail. Um, so it's is it coordination? Is that right? Uh, take take down. Hold on, I haven't looked at it. In a I while. think it's coordination. It's coordination. Okay, thank you. It's a seventy-five percent chance of success. Nice. Ninety. Oh. Nice. Unfortunately, uh, the the uh, Siabran Demon Smith is taken off. Of its feet. So, what will you do now, Banneker? I have two left. I will. Two left. Okay. Two AP. Left. Two AP. Okay. I will draw and I will fire again at it on the ground. Okay. This will be. A, this fire. will be a challenging test. Yes, it will. Do not crit fail. Uh, challenging. Okay, so that's a fifty-five. Yes. And I crit <laughs> fail. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an oath? Do you got any of these? No. Oh, no. Well, uh, the good thing is, well, I should say the good thing. The bad oh, thing is, is that the as, right as you kind of take Only. aim, at this point, someone moves in your way. We don't know which of the three friends do it, however. So we're going to choose one, two, three, who is going to be Lilith. Four, five is Harper. And six will be Elisa, so who do you strike? Roll these six chaos die. Four. Okay. Harper. Harper. As you as you <laughs> turn, you're like, oh! For a moment, the light blinds. It blinds Banneker. Roll damage. You know, it's probably my fault, because when I, when I said that, like, hey, I was it. trying to read that, I probably, like, blinded you. Yeah. Oh, God. So you took nine points of damage. Oh, yeah. God. I am now moderately wounded. Okay, roll 1d6 chaos oh, die. Oh, Ooh. no injuries. That's good. Okay. Uh, so, Banneker is done. So, Warren, or Lilith, so I should say. What is Lilith doing? You were standing in front of the table here, and you can see at the far end, you can see the Demon Smith is on the ground. I will make my way towards the Demon Smith. Okay. Um, so, using a hustle? Yes. Okay. Movement of nine. Okay. So, one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. And, and, and you move forward over this fallen rock, these pools of water, and that's one action point. Okay. What will you do now? I will close the distance. Okay. So. The second hustle. Okay. So, one, two, three. And as you come down here, you see something not too far from where you're at. There are these concentric circles that have been carved into the floor, into the stone. And there's this, there's this single shard of witch stone affixed in the center of it. And there's this strange green smoldering coming off of it. And there are these tiny licks of flame, almost look like fireflies, burning within the smoldering smoke. You're immediately, you're kind of immediately turned toward it. Um, and as you do, what will you do? I'm gonna pick up the demon smith and toss him in the circle. Okay. Oh God. You 
lift the demon smith to his feet and shoving that direction. So um, he's attempt to overpower you, of course. The demon smith is considerably taller than you, but you did pick him up off the ground. So go ahead and roll. We're gonna make a contested roll or an opposed roll. It's gonna be a trivial athletics test. Okay. Mine is a 40, 45, 75% for me, roll 98. Trivial? Okay. Trivial. I failed. 90% chance to succeed. And I rolled 34. Nice. You pick up the demon smith and you shove him. What's your brawn bonus? 11. Oh, Jesus Christ. So that's uh, two yards. One, two. (laughs) So you shove him toward the circle. And then you hear this sort of sound as he is thrown into the circle. Um, he still has a stick in hand. Um, sure, you don't lose your weapons when you were dropped to the ground. Okay. That's all the reaction point. Okay. I, I took him down. He does lose his weapon. No. No. no you don't lose not take down. Take down. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was really annoying because you had to pick up your weapons and stand up for two. Yeah. Just get chained. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but a choke still makes you drop your weapons? Choke does if you, because you have to escape. Yeah. So, uh, if you attempt to escape for that matter, um, at the point where you try to escape, you remove, you drop your weapon. Not immediately, you drop it after you try to escape. Okay. So, um, you throw the demon smith, and it is his its turn, into the circle. And there is this sound. You see the kind of mask moving, but you don't see words coming from it. As it takes the stick and taps it twice in the circle and lifts it into the air. And then suddenly... Uh, as this happens, he will then hustle back to the corner, and in its place comes this frighteningly tall monster of smoke and shadow that looks like some long, visceral, bird-like thing, and the smell of the reek emanates everywhere in this chamber as the shadow monsters from the island coalesce in to the circle. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm on the ground with the foot on my chest and a pillar between me and the reek. I still don't believe <laughs> I don't believe you. As the shadow swarm is now in initiative. That's it. One plus. Yay. One per person in the initiative. Yeah. By the round. <laughs> Just getting into it. Okay. <laughs> so the Demon Smith brings one of these shadow swarm forth, and the smell of the reek just fills the entire chamber. And you're brought back to the time of the Lonely Island with the strange, lingering, dark fog that kind of almost almost inky in the air, if you recall and the smell that kind of emanated from amid the dark pit, and the circle that you had seen on the ground with the key in the middle of it, and you see the single shard of witchstone, this kind of boom evaporates into particles, and it just places whirling black and green swarm of darkness. And the swarm is so whirling so high, it kind of licks off the ceiling of the thing. It was like, like a fountain of water that reaches those ceilings, kind of sputters over, dropping to the ground. 
and it's kind of spinning like a violent tornado of of this kind of vulture-like bird thing as it's alive, and it is uh, going to be on the move soon. So, uh, the Demon Smith's turn is now over, uh, and it's going to be Elisa's turn. Alright, um, Elisa is going to attempt to figure out what the hell that thing is from Gain Insight, because last time one killed her. Oh, Elisa, you have no line of sight in there because you Uh, are blocked. That's right, you're blocked by a wall. All you know is something is happening in there, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I we have to yeah. over there. This is the tough <laughs> part about like when we make the transition between abstraction yeah. and mm-hmm. in combat group, we have to keep in mind our lines of sight, and unfortunately you were you were blocked from where you're at unless you were to take a few but you know something's going on, you could take a hustle for it to try and uh, then gain insight. Okay, I still try to do gain insight on the demon speaker. Uh you can't see him. Okay, so even though I saw him previously, no, nope. so nope. you need to be able to see something uh, clearly okay. uh, to 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 be able to intuit something about it. I think I think in fact I think it says at the very bottom of gain insight. Uh, if it doesn't, it should. But me. yes, you need to see the thing to gain insight against it. Can't take it if you're under stress, fear, or terror. Furthermore, if you are Cle- able to see, see them, them clearly in order to gain you. Okay. So she would move forward. Okay. So how far do you want to hustle forward? Uh, she would move forward over the rubble. Okay. So that's one, two, three, four over the rubble. Do you want to go any further? Can I now see? Well, can I see this? You can absolutely see both the sh- the shadow swarm from the island that took your life. But they took your life before. It snuffed. It took away a few years at least, and you could see the demon smith as well. Uh, a near against the nearby wall. And, uh, having run into it before, she's going to have probably tried to look through books occasionally to try to figure it out. Yeah. So it is, okay. So first, you immediately intuited supernatural. So in order to gain insight against it, what skill test will it require? Education. Okay, you have you have been you've been affected by these things. These things took you to the very brink of the well. Yes. So I think this test will be easy for Me you. Too. I lost Bron too. Nineties pay point. Yeah. Was it these are things that sucked the brawn out of us, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but no, no. Oh, no, that no, was No, these uh, are the bird face, the bird things that have human faces, right? Yeah. Yep. Which of the thing on the island that killed the leads and, you, and wasted my first right. fate point? So your is an easy test for you. Easy? Okay. <coughs> uh, I have two points in education, but I'm ignoring one skill rank right now. So no. 53. So an easy 60, 73. Uh, 59 will do it. Nice. As you come around the corner with the lamp in hand, you see that the shadow swarm urges back. Like, it retreats a little bit from the light. As you realize that if you were to take aim for 2 AP to shine light against it, it would reduce its damage threshold. But you must take aim to do so. Now, that is the first thing that you learn. To see it in a different story. All right, so uh, that is Elisa's turn. Eugene, you're on the ground. You feel the yes. boot of the Siabrin wounded, uh, seriously wounded, on top of you. You can't say any words. You're completely, you've been magically hushed. I'm going to mouth something <laughs> over at uh, I see Warren. I'm gonna mouth something at you. 
and then uh, at the start of my turn, I'm gonna reach inside my jacket and pull out the stiletto I took off the major domo. Uh, and stab into the leg of this guy as well. Love it. <laughs> I think we can consider this probably a trivial test. Yeah. Um, good, because I'm I'm garbage with the stiletto. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to stab. Are you going to stab him in the foot? I'm going to stab him right in the leg. He totes doesn't see it. He totes doesn't see it. Uh, 45 Why? success. Nice. Roll damage and an additional d6. Because I want him to defeat him. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, this is why I'm gonna roll terribly. Oh, six. Okay, six. Whoa. Um, oh, um, oh, oh, 11, 12, 13, 14. 19 points of damage. <laughs> what is a stolen stiletto wow. So as you as you stab the stiletto into the Siabrin, roll percentiles. Let's see exactly how he how he is slain. Uh 24. Nice. You stab up into the leg, you can kind of climb your way up almost like a ladder as you stab it then into the hip, and then finally into the belly of the foe, disemboweling it. Whoa. Fighting for air, the stomach cavity opens and closes with every breath, apparently a grim smile as they fall face first to the ground. Ugh, I have forgotten about these tables and they are lovely. <laughs> so uh, the good thing is, is that you have uh, now removed um, the uh, final Siobran interloper from Dirty Interloper. The combat, um, which is probably good. Yeah. Um, so, the, so, the, so the next question is... For uh, my remaining two AP, get up, I'm going to get up because I'm not trained in coordination. And I'm going to turn and look at this this, shop, this horrible other Siobran that shushed me. I'm going to mouth the words, you're next, and well, hold this stiletto. As you... The good, you can see something behind the pillar, but you can't oh, see I, it oh, clearly. I can't see him. But you're looking, but you're looking toward the demon smith, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you turn toward the demon I, smith, and you do what now? I mouth the words, "You're next." Okay. Because I can't say it. The and demon I smith. Hold the stiletto. Yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> curse. He does the. Why? Is Wyander curse? No, never say what you say. No, it's fine. Yeah, that, that's my. Okay. Curse. Never talk. So Shadow. with this. The shadow swarm flies through the air for 15. The greatest of ease. That's right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And it is it. Holy man! You you bring you may attempt opportunity attacks if you wish. Uh, first off, we'll go for. We will go for uh, Lilith. All right, Lilith, make an opportunity attack with your with your with your bullwhip. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that will be. Let's see here. Standard. It's a. Uh, it's easy. Okay. It's right. opportunity attack. Opportunities are easy. Yeah. Eighty-seven. Seventeen success. <laughs> It snaps through the air as it does nothing to the smoke, save to slightly dissipate it. Would you like to make your opportunity attack? All I have is a lantern shield and a lantern in hand. That's right. You wanna make, you wanna can make... I slam with a lantern shield? Uh, absolutely you can. Let's do that. It I'm is, glad you brought that up. It is uh, distracting and light. So, uh, it is a, a lantern shield is simple ranged. So a simple range, actually, um, simple range? melee, my fault. So simple melee. Say, simple I melee. Roll to hit. You're Captain America. I am You're Captain America. Your test is easy. 
Easy. Okay. Uh, simple melee. I have 62. Minus one skill rank 52. So 72. 12 will do it. As this happens, roll an easy scrutinize test. Remember, you're in the effects of drugs. Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Uh, oh, scrutinize doesn't flip to succeed. Um, nope. Can I reroll that? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, unless you have something else that allows you to. No. No, my flip to succeed is only charm or aim throw. Okay. Because I've shaken on start. Hey, a 25 will do it, though. As this happens, True Detective kicks in. You gain insight once again. This thing has a shadowed anatomy, it can only be harmed by light. Here is your insight. You may deal that damage as a lamp. As a, as a lamp. Lamp? Yep. Okay. Uh, so 1d10 plus perception bonus. That's a 10. 19 damage. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> she swings the she swings the the the, the shield, realizing that the that the bullwhip did nothing. And as as that doesn't, she looks toward the thing, and she holds it aloft like Perseus, led <laughs> to the Medusa, and the light shines across the shadow swarm, and they it begins to slowly. You see it kind of tearing apart the seams, like reality, like almost like a terrible claws, just kind of pulling and frayed away as is moderately wounded. Dang. It does not suffer injuries, however. Well, and and she just, uh, you know, as it yeah. goes to pass, she. You, you can hear her, not again. <laughs> she slams her shield into it. So, as this happens, there's this, you hear this, the sound of like the air being sucked in the air, like, and that's the only thing that you hear as everyone in a burst template is struck. Um, remind me, burst is nine yards every direction. Sounds right. So, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So everyone, everyone, including the de the demon. What's that? Including the demon smith. The demon smith. Maybe. So uh, its chance to strike is going to be a sixty-five, and I've lost my dice again. Um, its chance to strike is sixty-five. Is it against everyone? Yes. Okay. I guess my professional grade doesn't matter. It's supernatural. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So 65% chance to strike. That's a 19. The only thing you can do, you cannot dodge or parry it, but you may attempt to resist with toughness. So everyone can make a challenging toughness test. Oh, shit. Challenging toughness. 32. Yeah, 32. 31. <laughs> That's what you get, pacifist. You can see Harper kind of almost looking in the air going, <gasps> he's kind of drawn toward the thing like this, almost lifted off of his feet as his toes are literally off the ground. His body is lifted prostrate as if he was like born to strapado. And you are, you are drained of physical peril as you suffer. Uh, I'm gonna turn that to a phase six. Okay. So six, uh, Why is seven. The, you suffer. The um, is it a chaos die or a fury die? It's it's fury dice. Okay. 
as you suffer 13 physical peril. Okay. Well, I am ignore one skill rate. Alright. The Shadow Swarm's turn is over, turning into Harper Clavagers. He drops to his feet as you feel the light of the Martyr drawn from you. Like, literally pulled from your soul. Uh, what will you do? You are standing directly, toe-to-toe, engaged with the Shadow Swarm. Um, you have a light? I do have the lantern in my hand. And Elisa would call out, attack it with your light. Hmm. Yeah, so Harper will... Um, what he'll do is like he'll grab his holy symbol in one hand and he has the, the lantern in the other hand and he's going to take aim for two at this thing. Um, but he won't attack, but he'll just make it to where it's a lot easier for someone else to, to hit it. Okay. What will you say as you raise the lantern and the light uh, with the lantern and the symbol? You can try to take the martyr from me, but you cannot. I see that you fear the light, and rightly so. Why don't you go back to the shadows and the hells you came from? All right. So, as he takes aim, this thing must reduce his damage threshold by a minus six penalty for the next attack against it. Yeah, so I will do that, and then I will uh, bank my last AP. Okay. All right. So, that now brings us to new rolls. New rolls all around. I had to re-roll two myself. We're going to predict that I go last. Yeah. What'd you get? <laughs> uh, I got the same I got last time. I got a 10. Beat me. My 6 plus 4. Super high roller over here. I got a one. Plus I can't. Eight. I can't even get a ten. I have a plus twelve. <laughs> okay. Well, well, well. Get the demon smith first this time, then Banneker. Then the sh- then the s- the shadow swarm. Then Warren. Can write it on this side. It says eighteen still on this side. Uh, twenty three, twenty one, twenty eighteen. Okay. Fourteen, ten, nine. I mean, frankly, I think we just write it on one side anyhow, because only I need to see this. You just need your names on the front, right? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. So, the Demon Smith's turn is... How soon is now? How can you say? Okay. Uh, the Demon Smith is all the way over here in the corner, and Eugene is right there. And I believe at this point... I'm not scared of you. Excuse me, you can't talk. I'm not scared of Dan, specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> hush, <laughs> hush. Harry, Harry, Those sound like famous last words. Not scared. Yep. <laughs> so, the first thing it does is it will take a handful of ash and toss it into the air. And the ash will fall over the thing. It falls over his face, its shoulders, its chest, this gray ash. And you see him wretches in place and wriggles as if he's being hurt by it as he suffers peril. What is silly? Okay, let's do that. So it can disappear. So it conducts some sort of strange sorcery and as it as it does this, um, it will then um, begin to move. Uh, one 
two, three, into the circle. And for its final AP, it, you hear this tech, tech, raises its staff in the air, and you, you see this burning green light coming from somewhere else. Down here. At the far, far end of where you would come in initially, where the lift had dropped right along here. And you could see this burning green light once again at the far, far end. And as this happens, the furnace where you're at, Eugene, begins to burn violently. Very, very violently. As you could feel the heat coming off of it, almost singeing your arm hairs, your, your, um, your, 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 your eyebrows, your hairs, whatever it may be. Something bad is about to happen. Uh, and you can see that it stops, its turn is over. Banneker, what do you want to do? Uh, I will drop my bow. Okay. Pick up the lantern. It's right there next to me. The lamp? Lamp. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So, I will... Uh, since I watched her shine the light and attack... Here's the, the weapon stats for a lamp. I will do this... I will move up and do the same. Okay. So, it's 1 AP to grab you the lamp. It's on the right. ground. And you want to close the distance of this if point? If I don't have to close the distance, I will so, use the tag from here. Well, look at the lamp uh, stats. What kind of weapon is it? Lamp is simple melee. So you need to be engaged. engaged. So one, two, three, four, five. Can you hustle six? I have nine movement. I can yeah, do yeah. yeah, easily. Okay. So you grab the lamp and you and you and you come forward toward toward the the shadow swarm. And remember, its damage thresholds drop significantly at this point. So make your attack. It's a simple melee test. This test is standard. Fuck. What was it? Simple? Yes. Was the, simple melee. It's a standard the, test. Alright, I'm gonna re-roll. You wanna re-roll? Okay. I don't know if I want to, guys. Look at all these other things. There's on four the remaining. Okay. You're good. Yeah, good. Go ahead. Okay. I shall take that. Alright. 65% chance. And uh should just stop rolling. Okay. You and hold the light toward 76. it. Oof. <laughs> holds the light toward it. Light. And unfortunately, the 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 attack the attack failed. Unfortunately, it does not see the thing seems to kind of move and duck and duck out of the way of the light, which now brings the shadow swarm. Damn it! And the shadow swarm hears, and then suddenly there's this kind of sound that happens as uh, it'll attempt to attack in a burst template. It has a 55% uh, chance to strike. I really just rolled beneath the table. I rolled a 40, hits everybody. You may attempt to resist with a standard toughness test. Yeah. Unless you can resist physical peril by some of the means. 60. Critical success. What? Nice. Ooh, nice. What? what is the one? Standard. <laughs> Standard toughness. Right. Uh, 31. Oh, I'm, I'm good there. Nice. Who failed? I 
Okay. Suddenly you see Elisa lifted off of the ground, her arms drawn back behind her. Her her tippy toes are dusting the floor at this point, as you will suffer. Nothing, noble savage. Uh, for... Never suffer peril from failed toughness? No. Uh, Let's clarify what it says for your uh, ancestral trait. Clarify what it says real quick. Noble okay. Savage. I thought the only words it said was never Let's clarify, because I, I just to just clarify, just to no, be that's clear. No, that's fine. I'll, I'll look it up. So, I think, we'll look it up here too, over here, might as well. Um, I think it says due to failed toughness tests, right? Yeah. That's what we want to clarify. So, make sure that's completely correct. So, yeah. Noble Savage. Yep, you're good. So, she falls to the yeah. ground unaffected. Is anybody else affected? Nope. All right, oh, yeah. I critically succeed. Oh, nice! That's good. Tell you what, we'll refresh the fortune pool for that. Actually, we'll give you the fortune point. Let's be fair. <laughs> okay. Lilith is not going to do that. <laughs> so, so the other the other shadow storm begins to move. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So we'll put it right here. I'm going to replace this because it's flying. It's not affected by any of this. It just seems to hover over the ground and it closes the distance upon upon Lilith. Almost drawn inexorably toward you as Lilith feels this otherworldly presence that is attempting to defy her will from beyond the Leviathan's eye. And the uh, Shadow Swarm will and then suddenly there's this, this blast of gray energy that washes over Lilith. This warm energy. And as it kind of blasts out where you can feel like this, you feel your, the air being drawn out of your lungs. That's going to attempt to strike. So that's a 65% chance for this. Roll 18. You attempt to resist with a challenging toughness test. Okay. Ooh, 97. I'm going to re-roll that. Ooh, okay. Take that. And 100. Oh, oh critical failure? Goodness. Oh, no. Uh, we'll add uh, an additional d6 on this one. Actually, wait, I have the uh, O thing. Oh. Avoid the crit failure then? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's oh, a failure. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. I'll take one. Yeah, toss it. It's right. So, <laughs> I'm an oath keeper. So, so um, it will oh it will proceed to do. <laughs> that could have been bad. <laughs> At this point, I don't want to know what that. Is. It would have been bad. Uh, it does game. ten physical peril, and as this happens, you need to resist a takedown with a challenging coordination test. Coordination. Forty-eight percent chance to succeed. 28 succeeds. Okay. You were not knocked to the ground, which is good. Uh, and my turn is now over, so Warren, it is your turn. Or Lilith, it's, I should say. So it's engaged with Lilith. It is engaged with Lilith. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Demon spawn and demon spawn. I'm going to charge the uh, demon smith. I'm going to run right through this thing. Oh, man. Okay. The bold move. Wait, did it right? pass by me? Wouldn't it have had to pass by me? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Would I have gotten an attack? 
Yeah, let's go ahead and resolve that. Oh, why not? Uh, I, I have a lantern shield. That's right. Uh, so go ahead and roll. It's going to be an easy test. Okay. It's simple melee for a lamp. Yep, so 52, 52, 72, odd 8. Nice. Nice. Roll damage. And then uh, a lamp is a d10 plus my perception, perception bonus. bonus. Right. This is how I always need to fight is with a perception bonus. <laughs> Shit. 15? It is moderately wounded, nice. but does not suffer injury, so good call. Um, as you rush through it, it'll make an opportunity attack, of course. Uh, and uh, as this happens, it's an easy test, so it's going to be a um, 75% chance. I roll a three. Okay. Uh, it struck you, um, and it does uh, 10 physical peril. Uh, and you need to resist a takedown. Okay. Uh, which is a hard coordination test. Coordination. It's right here. 38. Right here. I think I should roll. Three fortune points left. Probably not. I'll just I'll Okay. Willis stumbles and falls to the ground. Oof. Okay, so that interrupted my action, correct? Uh, it, you moved and you fell. Okay, so, so you're you're you're, you're, you're engaged. Point. Yeah, you're engaged by it. Okay. You're engaged with the demon smith and the shadow swarm. Okay. Engaged with both, but you're lying on the ground. Coordination train, so I'll stand up. Okay. Come for 1 AP. Yep. Ugh. And then I will attack the Demon Smith. Okay. With your what? With my Siobran Bullwhip. Okay. You need to roll to strike. This is a. Probably make this a challenging test. After all, you did fall down. 57. 100% chance to succeed. I'm gonna re-roll. Oh, oh, okay. Like You've been rolling like me. Three misfortune, two fortune left. Oh, I just missed it. Oh. Snap, snap! And as you snap toward it, you can see this kind of kind of sound in front of it. Like there's like this this thing of air that's kind of lingering in front of it. It kind of goes kind of darts around, moving in front of the blows. Magic. Okay, so, so how much? How many points left? That's all. That's it. Uh, so now it is going to be uh, Elisa's turn. Elisa will step one forward, <clears throat> and uh, she's going to go ahead and swing again on the shadow creature. Okay. <coughs> so you take the lamp. You take the lamp and raise <coughs> it. You said it was two. It was taking for two AP. Yes. It's already got. It's already got that. No, the one I'm holding off. Oh. Uh, actually, no longer because it was only one hit. Yeah. No, I never hit. Specifically, it is one hit until the next turn begins. So her next turn has just begun. So she's not taking aim at it anymore. So she, she, you don't have the nobody can take advantage of that. It was Harper who had done her. Was it, it was on the other yeah, one. Yeah, it was anyway. me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Harper. It was me right. and the one that she's not attacking. So. That's right. That's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, and just to clarify, it's any attack. 
as long as he is take as long as he's taking so if you do it before his next turn, you take advantage of it. Right, so if you want to move and mess up the one that I'm attacking, we'll be there. Yeah, you can toss him again the other I way. I could, but I have a feeling that that one's going to be a bigger threat right now because y'all can take that one out. Right. Hopefully. So anyway, um, if I use right, if I use my lantern as a weapon, does that break it? Because it does say uh, shrapnel, so I assume that's you throwing the lantern and breaking it, right? Well, let's let's be clear. If you're using light as a weapon, you're not attacking with with the light. You're like, ha ha, light! You're saying, oh, it's like literally Perseus raising his shield of Medusa. It's, it's the light coming yes. from the lamp, so it affects things in a shrapnel. A shrap, it's okay. a light, light, is a, it's a beam, right? A white beam. Okay, because I want to use my lantern then since it does more damage. It's just since it's a shrapnel, I didn't know if Okay, that so where is your lantern? I because had the, la the light shield and I had my lantern. Okay, so in the future, what we should know, what we should remember, is that if you're attacking with a weapon in your offhand, you flip to fail, unless you have ambidexterity. Oh. So you would have to flip to fail for that lantern shield to strike, because okay. it's an offhand. So we'll, 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 it's okay though. Do We're you want to just assume the lantern is and I'll flip fail on this instead? E even that it's out up to or? you. I mean, I, mean, I'll do I don't that. really care. I feel like that's fair. Sure, okay. So she just had the lantern in her offhand and the yeah. shield in her offhand. Hey, remember, you can swap weapons for free at the beginning of your turn. Yeah. I was going to say, you Oh, well, then I, I guess I could say technically she swapped. Sure. I won't do that because that seems cheap. Whatever, whatever you feel is best. I think, I th I just, I think it's important for us to know the rules. So no, that's fine. we'll correct it moving forward. No big deal. Okay. So, so, go ahead and make your test. It is going to be standard. Standard, okay. Uh, and that's simple melee, so 52. Well, even with a flip to fail, I'm still fine with a 43. Nice! Full damage. Uh, so that is a 3d10. Whoa! Lord! Yeah. yeah. 3d10 and peanut butter? Okay, that's, that's 10 plus one more d10, which is a 6, 16, 25 points of damage. Oh, that's crazy. How much damage? 25. Plus nine percent. I'm telling you, let me fight with perception. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <sighs> uh, the shadow swarm is banished. Nice. As she raises the lantern, she opens the vents. The the light drives it away, and you can see just tearing apart at the seams. And suddenly, the shadow swarm is gone. But the smell of the reek persists. The smell is so overpowering. Okay. Harper. You hustle. Hustle. Hustle, attack. So I still have one AP, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hustle, So I am going to move back towards the other one. Okay. You want to close the distance? Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So that happens. Uh, nice. Now we move to Harper. Harper, what are you going to do? Harper. Ugh. He's going to um, aim for two, maintain it, uh, and then try to give a bit of uh, encouraging words to, all right, folks, I'm going to hold this one here, and you just beat the hell out of it with light. I don't know how that works, but I believe in you. Believe in yourselves. Uh, what's your current damage condition? I am light. No, sorry, moderately wounded. Okay. It's going to be a See how it's standard test. Standard test. Standard leadership. 43. That's a 25. Success. <laughs> nice. Everyone adds your plus one damage and peril thresholds until the end of combat. Yeah. Which is good. And so that will be my three AP. So aim for two, then inspiring words. That's right. Okay. 
So, uh, now we come to Eugene Thornbury. And I see the guy's charge from the same I'm thinking no, because it almost looks like the pillars are trench, but I can't tell. Uh, you can, you know, something's going on back there. You just can't see clearly what's happening behind there, but you know something is happening. Can I charge him? Uh, no, you cannot, because you'll have clear sight. You can, okay. you can, you can hustle for one AP uh, and then charge. Uh, <coughs> no, I'll just hustle around and stab him. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna move around and stab with this guy. Okay. Uh, so one moment. <laughs> I think I'm gonna aim for one. Okay. So you <coughs> come around to the other side. One, two, three. You come up and you realize that the Sea of Rendima Smith is standing in the middle of a circle, and. <clears throat> is the Witchstone dissipated? Yeah, the okay, uh, it became the, the Witchstone basically. I can't tell you. That. It's gone. That's fine. It's, it's, it's gone. not there. It's not there. It's it is gone. simply not there. Right. Then I move around and <clears throat> stab at him. Okay. Turn into a. What are you stabbing with? Uh, my stiletto stone. Oh goodness. Okay. It's gonna be a challenging test. Yeah. I'm gonna aim it. Okay, so standard test. Yep. Alright. That's gonna give me a 56. Oh, 83 is a fail. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stab again since I go. Okay, that's gonna be a challenging, challenging test. Uh, 20 success. Nice. Okay. Uh, he will attempt to parry for a misfortune point. I'll allow it. I will allow it. <laughs> uh, his chance is 80%. <laughs> He grabs the weapon and two hits. Sorry, ninety percent. My apologies. <laughs> You're like crit success, dude. I rolled a sixty-four, so it succeeds. So pink, they use lunge out and takes the staff and kink with the with the petrified wood. <clears throat> That's it. That's it for me. Alrighty. Alrighty. <laughs> Stupid. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so now we move to initiative again. And I'll take your values. Uh, Harper Clavier. <laughs> Ten thirty, though. Guys. Did you get more than four times my uh, so, shit this time? The question is, because we are at the beginning of combat, maybe we should pause here and resume next week. Next week, given that one, um, danger is not over. Uh, Tarwin is not here, and. Um, yeah, sure. So let's uh, let's let's wrap for tonight, and uh, so we're gonna finish on sixty nine. The thing <laughs> is, you know, is, that's right. We will finish on sixty nine. Um, so give yourselves one advance or three focuses, if you will. Three focuses. Uh, I think we had some corruption tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I feel like a rookie. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm just gonna throw the initiative up here, so we can know what it is next time. Um, Eugene Thornberry, Elisa, look at that. And we'll have refreshed. Wow, 31 for Banneker. Look at that. Yep. So you got more than like three times. <laughs> That's right. 
I can still go higher than that. I know you can. See the two D ten. I can still go lower. Right. I can still I go can. lower. <laughs> I can go worse. Um, okay. I could have a seven initiative. So uh, we do have some. We do have some corruption tonight. So we'll roll a die real quick to determine what the value is. Who has corruption on the table? What's Oof. that? Okay. Everybody's in order rank if you didn't have a corruption. Otherwise, uh, we're rolling against a 10. So, to be continued. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, we've we played five sessions so far. That's right. So, to be continued next week in Queen of Embers, we will resume. Terwin will be here. Uh, we will see what hellish things are unleashed uh, in the fight with the Demon Smith and the Shadow Swarm. Plural. Kind of fire. That's right. Um, so thank you for your patrons yeah, for watching. It's really yeah. uh, Thanks for checking out our pod. Yep, yep. So we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Banneker? Uh, Move over there, Banneker. <laughs> that dude. Oh, I am really weird about Sim. Have you met him? He's really weird about Sim.